This is the Conservative American Message, hosted by the one, the only, Cam Lau. It is Monday, December 4th, 2023, and you are listening to the 53rd episode of my podcast. The Greek philosopher Socrates is quoted with saying, When the debate is lost, slander becomes the tool of the losers. Don't forget to follow and subscribe to the Conservative American Message on Instagram, Facebook, Threads, X, Truth Social, Spotify, YouTube, Apple, and everywhere else. It also goes a long way when you guys share the show on social media, so please continue to help us grow our audience. And if we made your Spotify wrapped this year, please let us know. The Irish UFC fighter Conor McGregor has caused quite the shakeup in Ireland over just a few tweets. There was a foreigner in Dublin recently that went on a stabbing spree where he stabbed five people, three of them children, right outside of a school. Due to government policies that allowed this deranged person into their country, people in Ireland are fed up and riots have broken out. Conor McGregor tweeted about the failure of the government to protect its people and sympathized with those who were affected in the attack as well as the protesters who were demanding changes. In America, it's pretty much the norm that a celebrity would tweet about political issues like this and share their opinion in order to influence their fans. But in Ireland, they are now investigating Conor McGregor for hate speech. But they didn't stop there. Not only will they attempt to punish him for speaking out against the government, they're going to try and pass legislation to change the protections of free speech in order to protect their own agenda instead. Irish Senator Pauline O'Reilly literally said, We are restricting freedom, but we are doing it for the common good. What can possibly be more good than freedom? She went on to say that line that's starting to spread in the Western world. She said that not affirming someone's identity is considered violence. So we can all see where this is headed. It's already happened in Canada, where people are now treated as violent criminals for so-called misgendering even their own children. Free speech is under attack everywhere, even in the U.S. We may not be at the same level as these other countries in the West yet, but we're getting closer and closer the more we allow foolish leaders to pass draconian laws. I think we're all aware that our own government doesn't have their priorities straight. Our entire justice system, for example, is concerned about one thing and one thing only, President Trump. But do you ever wonder what they're missing by focusing so many resources on investigating Trump? Well, an investigation by journalists uncovered that pedophiles are getting a break to allow the FBI to divert more resources to ongoing January 6th investigations. Priorities, right? An online sting operation in which FBI agents posed as a nine-year-old boy on the internet revealed a predator who was in possession of and was sharing child porn as well as trying to meet the nine-year-old boy in person. Some of these messages have been made public, but they are far too graphic for me to read on my show. This predator provided the FBI with everything they needed to the point that they had pinpointed exactly who he was and where to find him. But then they abandoned the case and did not further pursue getting this dangerous man in custody. All of this happened here in the Washington field office, which decided that pursuing January 6th protesters who stormed in the Capitol was a better use of their time. 
The man was finally caught after moving from Virginia to Alaska, where FBI agents in Alaska discovered concerning messages exchanged between him and another pedophile that they had already gotten into custody. They then used that to conduct a search of his home where they found children's clothing, underwear, pajamas, and some other incriminating items. He was arrested, and apparently this guy was keeping a 10-year-old boy in his residence and continually molesting him. This alone should make us question the legitimacy of the FBI. This wasn't some slip-up or something that they missed. They intentionally let this man go, who was in possession of child porn and was attempting to make plans to have sex with prepubescent boys. They decided that Trump supporters are a much greater threat than that. So what does this pedophile do? He goes on and does exactly what he intended that the FBI knew he was going to do. This story has gotten virtually no media coverage, and that's because it's icky. Nobody wants to talk about pedophiles and child molesters. It certainly makes me uncomfortable, but this is our reality, and this should be national news. Everybody in this country needs to be made aware of the deep corruption and politicization of our justice system and the consequences that come along with that, because this is grossly terrible on every level. Not nearly as terrible as that, but still not great. Thursday night, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis and California Governor Gavin Newsom faced off this week in the great red state, blue state debate, comparing Florida's successes to California's failures. With Californians leaving in droves and many of them moving to Florida, the debate should have been a home run for DeSantis, especially when Fox News is putting it on and Sean Hannity is your moderator. It should have been a hole-in-one, but I think Ron DeSantis actually hurt his campaign by his poor performance. And I'm not saying that Gavin Newsom won the debate, but I do think that Ron really hurt his image. Starting out, Ron thought that he was going to corner Newsom by asking him if he was going to run for president, but that trap didn't work because Newsom committed at the very beginning that he's 100% not running in 2024, but yet DeSantis kept bringing it up anyway as if he were following a predetermined script that wasn't panning out for him. The entire event was a repeat of Hannity attacking California with some statistics, and then Governor Newsom failed to defend his record, all while DeSantis just stood there nodding his head. It was an utter disappointment, to say the least. The only issue they were actually able to really nail Newsom on anyway was abortion, when they made him admit that he would allow abortions up to the moment of birth regardless of the medical science. But Newsom was actually able to beat up DeSantis even more than that. He called him out for voting for amnesty as a congressman and for imposing COVID regulations in Florida even though he still claims to have stood for freedom. Which Newsom's right there. DeSantis has not been totally honest about his record with the American people. It just took a Democrat to finally say it out loud. Every time he called him out, though, DeSantis just said lies with no explanation. Then he tried to spin it by asking Gavin if he thought that Biden was doing a good job, and when he obviously said yes, Ron said, well, if he thinks Biden is doing well, he must be lying about everything else, too. What a crappy response. But the truest thing that Newsom said was that neither of them will be the next president. And what we say, Joe Biden will be our nominee in a matter of weeks. And in a matter of weeks, Sean, he'll be endorsing Donald Trump as a nominee 
for the Republican Party. But there's one thing in closing that we have in common is neither of us will be the nominee for our party in 2024. He really just alluded that their entire debate that night was just a proxy between Trump and Biden because neither of them will debate anyone. But Ron DeSantis will not receive the nomination after this spectacle, I'm sure of it. He said nothing, contributed nothing, and just stood there and shook his head. If I had to pick a winner of this debate, that title is easily given to Sean Hannity. I mean, he's the only one who really debated anything, and Hannity is a lot more genuine than DeSantis with all of his scripted lines that he hands out to everyone, even in person, as I have experienced firsthand. But anyway, guys, that's all I have time for. Were you offended by this podcast? Good. Thanks for listening, guys. Have a great week, and stay 